0: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away.
1: And swung on it, hit the left center and hit well. Benintendi going back at the track, turning around. He'll look and watch it
2: fly. The skies one to center. Back is Buxton. Takes a look. Up it goes and gone.
0: It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access starts now.
3: One of the best days on the calendar is finally here. Happy opening day, A's fans. The A's are in Philadelphia today to take on the Phillies in the first of a three-game series and the first of a 10-game, 10-day road trip on the East Coast to begin the 2022 campaign. I'm Alex Jensen in for Chris Townsend, welcome to the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. And let's get right to Citizens Bank Park, where Ken Gorak is standing by. Ken,
1: happy opening day. You too, Alex. It's great to be with you.
3: Thank you very much. Great to be with you too. And I think I'd be remiss if, if we didn't mention Ray Fossey here on opening day. Ken, of course, there's going to be a massive void in the A's booth all season long uh, you know, without Ray Fossey. What are some, some of the memories of Ray that kind of arise for you on opening day?
1: Well, yeah, thanks, Alex. It's basically been 35 years. For Ray, I mean, he was such a fixture on radio and TV. Uh, began on radio and then kind of moved over to the TV side. But as you know, uh, did a lot of games on radio, um, you know, when, when the opportunity presented itself. So it's just, you know, one of those things where, especially in spring training, when we did our first game from Arizona, and I looked to my right, and for 20, this is my 27th year with the A's, as you know, he was always right there for the first spring training game. And so we miss him. We miss his energy. Uh, Nobody loved baseball as much as Ray. I really sincerely believe that. And having been around this game forever, uh, I think he loved the game and loved being around the game and being part of it, uh, Alex, more than anybody I've ever met.
3: Well, the cool thing is is that we will be hearing plenty from Ray throughout the season, including later on uh, on the A's Total Access pregame show. Uh, but, you know, getting to the A's now, Ken, obviously the roster is, is very different this season than it was a year ago and even last fall. But what were your impressions of this group during spring training and heading into opening day?
1: Well, I'll preface by saying that spring training is the great illusion. So as Bill King used to say, the more I think I know during the spring – The less I actually know, so we don't place a whole lot of stock in it. But uh, I do think that one of the the things that we're going to follow this year would be the progression of the young players. And the A's have a couple of rookies in the lineup today, with Kevin Smith playing third base, uh, Christian Pache in center field. Uh, They have ten rookies on the team. uh, Apparently, twelve players who are making or who are are part of an opening day roster for the first time. So that's exciting. Uh, It's obviously a year in transition. And all the trades, uh, you know, the four big names of Bassett and Olsen and uh, Chapman and Mania being dealt, um, Alex, that was a blow. I mean, it was, you know, and it all happened after uh, the lockout as the A's were getting into spring training. And so they really had to adjust on the fly. But one of the things I think that Mark Kotze has done is really focus on the players that the A's have. And his mantra is, let's just try to win the game today. And I think that's the only way they can look at it. And so I think they're going to play hard. Uh, obviously, we've tempered expectations this year. But our job is to chronicle uh, the season. And here we go.
3: <laughs> well, I'm sure it's great to be back on the road, Ken. It's great to hear your voice again. Uh, have a great call. And we'll talk to you after the ballgame.
1: Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it.
3: All right. That's Ken Korak. And coming up next, we visit with Philly's radio play-by-play man, Scott Fransky. On the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron.
4: Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly, and securely on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities.
5: for more information.
1: And Tony drills one down the right field line. If it's fair, it's got a chance.
5: It's gone! The A's are back in the town, and the 2022 season kicks off Monday, April 18th against the Baltimore Orioles.
2: Breaking ball, strike three, called on the inside corner. Sano is gone a-looking.
5: Fans attending for opening night also get a free rally towel, presented by Kaiser Permanente. Tickets are available at athletics.com. Get your tickets today, athletics.com. Be there on opening night.
6: Where are those receipts? Tax day is nearly Sorry, here. I to and Chanel is stressing. Why do I always wait to the last minute? Her small business needs a bookkeeper to crunch some big numbers. All these spreadsheets make my head spin. None of this adds up. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
2: This is A's Total Access.
6: Welcome back
3: to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. We're joined by the radio play-by-play voice of the Philadelphia Phillies, Scott Fransky, who's entering his 16th season with Philadelphia. And, and Scott, happy opening day! It's uh, it, it really is a magical day, uh, you know, around the sport. You have any good memories of, of opening day, or, or you know, any good thoughts of opening day when that time does come around?
7: Yeah, I mean, it's always. Uh... A great day. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me, by the way. um, I think some of the memories that I take are, you know, some of those years that the Phillies were in pretty good shape and, uh, you know, 2009 when they were getting their rings, uh, you know, and and celebrating a world championship from the year before. And, uh, you know, I had that great playoff run and the enthusiasm was always sort of at a fever pitch right from the very beginning and I know you know not just opening day but that opening weekend was always packed and and uh you know the weather can be dicey sometimes in the northeast this time of year but uh uh you know it's 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 you know it's always one of the great days I think in uh in all of sports
3: well knock on wood we're not dodging any raindrops today uh you mentioned you know some some good times the Phillies obviously were you, you know on a playoff drought since since 2011 now but you know, the club was very active in the off season this year. The revamped bullpen, a couple of big bats added to the lineup. They came up just short of the playoffs uh, a season ago. How is this club better than it was a year ago? Well,
7: they're going to score more runs, uh, you know, uh, assuming they all stay healthy. Um, you know, I don't even think they need an MVP season out of Bryce Harper. Although, you know, the way he looked in spring training, he hasn't missed a beat. He looks like he's... Uh, you know, the same guy that that won the MVP a year ago. Uh, but adding Schwarber, adding Castellanos, uh, that's made a big difference to the offense. Uh, they're, you know, relying on a couple of young players maybe to help out uh, in center field and at third base, uh, move around the diamond a little bit. But, uh, you know, I think the bulk, you know, you look at the top six hitters in the order, you know, veteran guys, all with, you know, pretty good track records. Obviously, they've spent a lot of money, Uh, to do it. But, you know, I mean, I think part of it was, you know, they addressed the bullpen. Uh, They have a starting rotation they like. They don't have a ton of depth. You know, if they suffer a major injury, that would be pretty bad for them. But uh, they obviously are going to try to hit their way into the postseason. And, um, you know, signing Schwarber and Castellanos is a pretty good way to do it.
3: What about defensively? I saw a story uh, from Jason Stark in the Athletic. You know, wondering if maybe the Phillies' defense might might uh, you know limit them this season. Is that a legitimate concern?
7: Yeah, I think it is. Uh, You know, again, people will a lot of people look at it um, differently. I know you know people have brought up the idea that the Red Sox last year were not a very good defensive team, and they're you know they went to the postseason and did so in a really tough division. Uh, So it's not unheard of you can do it, especially in today's game. I think. You know, with if your if your analytics team is on it, and um, you know all the shifting they do and positioning, it you know, really kind of limits the the need for having guys with great range anymore, especially in the middle infield. But uh, I think it, defensively they can be better if Didi Gregorius is better at shortstop. I think that's a huge thing for them. Um, Alec Boehm struggles at third base, and he's going to continue to struggle. He just may never. Um, be, you know, I mean, I think if they got him to to be an average third baseman, they would look at that as a success because he was drafted for his bat, not for his glove. And, um, you know, I I just think it's possible um, that they can survive and and hit their way, you know, over, you know, out hit their mistakes, if you will. Sure. Um, Clearly, they're going to have to make the routine play. Maybe they don't have to be spectacular defensively, but if they if they make you know, errors on the routine plays—that's what really would kill them.
3: This NL East is going to be an interesting one. The Braves obviously went out and made some moves. The Mets made a bunch of moves. It feels like half of the 2021 A's are playing in the uh, NL East now. Uh, <laughs> but it's a fast name division. Where do the Phillies? You know, where do you see the Phillies kind of fitting in there? And and I guess what you know, you mentioned the offense, but what is their path to making it back to the postseason?
7: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a really tight division, and and you look at the teams. You know, people are not expecting much out of Washington. That's pretty much a given. Uh, It's kind of a one-man show there right now. I mean, they do have some veteran bats that could help out Juan Soto, uh, but they don't have pitching nearly the pitching they had in years past, and they're going to be taking a look at a lot of young players. Uh, The the Miami Marlins, uh, again, I think they're going to struggle offensively at times, but they do have some really good young pitching that could, uh, you know, and the Phillies have just never played well. In the last three, four years against Miami, it always seems like it's a it's a tough place for them to go and play. Um, I think most people look at it as as a three team race uh, potentially. Um, you know, the Braves are the defending champs. Uh, they only won eighty eight games last year, but they had a lockdown bullpen at the end and they got hot offensively at the end. Um, so until you unseat them, they're the champs. Everybody, you know, I, I think a month ago people would have pegged the Mets as the early easy favorites in the division with all the moves that they made and with bringing in Scherzer and having DeGrom back. And, and obviously as we sit here now with opening day upon us, it's a different story for them. You know, DeGrom's going to miss at least two months, if not more. Max Scherzer, who knows uh, where his, you know, you know, obviously this hamstring could be just a short-term thing. But, you know, a guy of his age, you never know. So uh, they certainly have some questions. Uh, the Phillies have questions. Um, yeah, you know, I think for me, the Braves are still the team to beat in the division. Um, they're they look balanced. I think losing Luke Jackson hurts them a lot, but um, you know we'll see. I think the Phillies will be in the mix most of the summer, largely because of their offense.
3: Last time the A's played the Phillies in Philadelphia uh was all the way back in in 27 not all the way back back in 2017 of course we know the A's history are there still A's fans in Philly at the last time that you know the green and gold <laughs> played at Citizens Bank Park Do, is there a, a presence of you know maybe older A's fans there still
7: uh i think that you might be hard pressed to find but you know there might be a handful that uh that would you know harken back to those days but um yeah, I just—I think I remember that game as the Joey Wendell weekend. He was a Philly guy, Philly kid, came, coming back as an A, and he hit a grand slam uh, against the Phillies. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago, as it turns out. Well, uh, Scott
3: Fransky, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Uh, enjoy opening day, and uh, have a great season.
7: Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me.
3: All right, coming up next, we visit with the A's new multimedia journalist, Jessica Kleinschmidt, on the A's Total Access pregame show, presented by Chevron on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
2: You're listening to the A's Total Access show.
0: A's cast is your destination for non-stop A's baseball.
2: Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Perfect fish right on the black. Breaky ball hit high in the air to the left. It's deep. Back on it is Eaton. At the track, at the wall,
0: and gone! This is A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
3: Welcome back to the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. We're joined by the newest A. Multimedia journalist Jessica Kleinschmidt. Jess, thanks for joining us. Happy opening day. What, what about this day may, is magical for you? I mean, you hear a lot of people say it should be a holiday, right? Uh, what are some of your memories and, and what makes this day special?
11: Well, I want to first thank you for introducing me as one of the newest A's. There are quite many of us this season. <laughs> but, you know, actually my favorite opening day happened recently. I want to say it was two years back. It was the home opener. The A's, of course, always would host the Angels and it was magical beyond anything, um, just from the fact that, you know, it was during the series that Eric Chavez was going to throw out the first pitch, and um, that happened to be the first ace player I ever kind of took a liking to. Um, and then Mike Trout, of course, was there. He always brings in a crowd. And unfortunately, it was the last game I ever saw Tyler Skaggs play. And that was kind of a beautiful moment. Um And, you know, the A's typically win that game. So it's always good to start the home series with a win. And yeah, and especially this particular opening day, we didn't know it was coming. It's very much that Paul Rudd gif of him opening the hot sauce, like, hey, look at us. We made it. So I'm really glad that it's that it's here and it's it couldn't have come any faster. So I'm really excited.
3: Congratulations on your new role. Multimedia journalist with the A's just announced about a a week and a half ago, I think, at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Correct. But for those who don't know, uh, you know, what's your role going to entail?
11: Multimedia is the perfect way to describe it because it's a little bit of everything. I will be on the radio, of course, like I am now. I really want to push the social media game, um, bringing more, you know, Youthfulness and fun to remind people that baseball is fun, But staying true to the tradition of the game, I feel like we want everybody to be happy. Um, so finding the balance of that, and I'll be doing one on one interviews with the guys. Of course, there are a lot of new faces, um, but there are some old faces that I'm excited that are returning. Tony Kemp is always a fabulous person to talk to, and I'm excited to see what he does um in between the lines this this season and everything like that. So a lot of radio, a lot of social media. I'll be out at all the home games and I hope everybody comes up and talks to me. Um, so just the fun stuff, baseball.
3: So I guess that would be the accurate way of describing it, right? The flavor you want to add is, is to remind everyone the game is fun and, and you know, the, the content that you're going to be uh, producing would, would head in that direction.
11: Yeah, I want people to leave, whether it's a tweet of mine, a report or anything, both entertained and, of course, gaining some knowledge, and I feel like that's something that I pride myself on is staying true to that, finding that balance, and I think that's imperative of every aspect of the game beyond baseball, so I'm excited to bring that kind of flavor and still staying true to what the game actually is for, for fans.
3: I heard you tell Townie that, that you want to cater to to new and older fans alike, and I think that's a bridge that baseball has been trying to walk for For quite some time. How do we do that?
11: You know, the experimentational rules over the last few seasons have been interesting, but I think of, you know, the former A's manager, Bob Melvin, who is old school, but he was really open to some of those 2020 experimental rules, which I was kind of impressed with because you have a guy who's been in the league for quite a while and he's embracing all the newness. Um, So you want to cater to the fans of those who may not understand the TikToks or the viral sensations and everything like that. But we also know there's quirks that happen in the dugout. And we want to, you know, capitalize off of that and market those players a little bit better. We want to see what they're wearing heading into the games. You know, I want to see what Jock Peterson's wearing heading into like any of these NL West games and all of that. But then also, we know the traditional stuff, right? We know the unwritten rules. We know how certain things should and shouldn't go. Um, so, just trying to find that balance and making sure everybody's happy, which never is the case. It never happens. But I don't mind experimenting with some of that stuff.
3: So, did I hear that right? You will be dipping your toe into TikTok this season? The A's will be dipping their toe into TikTok in 2022?
11: I have an idea. And I'm gonna to try to bring Moneyball into it, and Love it. If I can get a specific person in the A's front office to make a TikTok with me. I feel like my career would have been made.
3: I am looking forward to seeing that.
11: I won't reveal it just in case it doesn't happen, but I'm gonna shoot for the stars.
3: You were in spring training uh, last week. You know, as I, as I mentioned, you and Townie were were down there, and and our guy Commander Cody, of course. Down on the field in, uh, in in Mesa, what what are your impressions of this club? Just just being around them for for a, you know a little bit of time.
11: I will say the A's clubhouse is unlike any other clubhouse I've ever been in, and I was a little apprehensive heading into it, seeing what the vibe would be like. Mind you, I arrived right before the Shamania trade, um, and the vibe was still relatively good, all things considered. You know, I became super close with Chris Bassett last season, and he wasn't there, so was, there's was a lot less familiar faces but we're looking at some of these young names like the Christian Paches and Adam Ollers and who actually isn't that young he's just a new face to MLB but looking at the older guys there's Jed Lowry's there Stephen Boat walking around like he's a soccer dad and you're used to that so it's actually an older team than I somewhat anticipated but I think that that's a good message because it shows across the league that kind of is relatively the same. You need those veteran presences, but you know, like I mentioned, Pache, the guy is just electric in the outfield. Do not sleep on Kevin Smith. Whatever he does at the plate, you need to pay attention to Sean Murphy is my under the radar all-star nod for this season. And so it's not, it's a good ball team, you know, and Seth Brown has to step up and try to replace a Matt Olson, which is impossible. And he knows that. So it's a lot of stuff that we know, the storylines and all of that, and being able to watch Sean Manaya play for the pitch for the other team on the exact same day was something unique. So it definitely was one of the weirder spring trainings, but I will say, I think the A's are going to surprise a lot of people. I I think they're going to have a a random stretch. They're just going to win a ton of ball games and be scrappy and come through. So I'm actually really looking forward to this season, despite what a lot of people might think.
3: 2012 taught us that anything can happen, right? Mm-hmm.
11: I still get chills thinking of that game. I actually talked to Scott Sizemore, who was on that team randomly, and he said it was just like this highlight. You know, they they grabbed the title, and nope. I mean, every year, right, Alex? Nobody expects anything from the A's. They had a stacked team last season with the Cannas, the Martes, the everybody, and they still had a dark cloud and of negativity around them. So what's any different from this time around? And it's no different from that 2012 team where they had names that maybe you may not be familiar with, but they went out and beat really tough teams. So how can you not think of that team in these types of times?
3: Well, Jessica, thank you so much for, I'm looking forward to working with you. And I know all the A's fans are are looking forward to seeing what you have in store for us for uh, 162. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon.
11: Sounds great. Thanks.
3: And you'll be hearing from Jess all season long on A's Cast and the A's Total Access pregame show, which is presented by Chevron. No gasoline gives you better mileage than Chevron with Tecron. Chevron, together ahead. All right, coming up next, the first installment of Where Are They Now with Vince Catronio as he sits down with Dwayne Murphy when A's Total Access continues.
2: this is a's total access
10: like sports business is about winning championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win and that's why there's ubo business services specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows managing documents and providing the best-in-class office technology make your championship decision with ubo business services Visit them at
6: ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com.
1: Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your internet do that?
0: Check out our amazing deals on Xfinity Internet and choose from one of our fast speed options to fit your needs. Plus, you could save up to $400 a year on wireless when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity internet required.
2: A Honda is more than just a vehicle. It's a gateway to spring adventure. Start your adventures with Honda. The brand owners are calling the most fun to drive. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 0.9% APR on a 2022 Honda Pilot and a 1.9% APR on a 2022 Ridgeline, CRV, or Passport. New vehicles are arriving daily at a local Honda dealer.
5: dealer for financing details 2021 a csi survey of customers rating the performance of their own automobiles hey ace fans we've got a great deal for you get four tickets and parking for all friday night games starting at just 39 dollars pick from great matchups post-game fireworks and drone shows giveaways and more outside corner ring him up
1: And Eaton can't
5: believe it. Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. For tickets and parking, starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com. In
2: 2022, one of our new features will travel through time and through the annals of A's history. We're living many memories in the green and gold with those who made them happen in our where are they now series this week we visit with Dwayne Murphy a 15th round pick in 1973 out of high school in Lancaster who became a six-time gold glove center fielder getting more of those awards than any other position player in the American League in the 1980s Murphy was a prime time defender for his 10 years with the A's and in order to make that happen Murphy looks back on a well-rounded high school athletic career
9: I played all three sports in high school Uh, And I think they all helped, especially football and the drills. I was a defensive back, and you you backpedal a lot, you turn and go. And I really thought that was a big factor, helping me out in the outfield. I I was drafted as a shortstop, and uh, I didn't stay there very long, maybe a week at the most. They moved me to the outfield, and I'd never played outfield before. And I couldn't judge a ball. I really struggled out there. And until uh, so, uh, Billy North made a huge difference in, in my career. He just told me one or two little things to do, and it's just like it just popped. And after that,
2: it was just
9: golden. I mean, everything, everything was easy.
2: Dwayne patrolled center field as the leader of one of the most accomplished outfield groups in the history of the game, with Tony Armas flanking him in right field and future Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson in left, something that allowed the men on the mound to do their job.
9: I tell you what, it made it easier for the pitchers to throw strikes because uh, when you when you have a good defense behind you, I'm not just talking in the outfield and even in the middle. And the pitchers have an apt to throw more strikes when uh, the defense is poor behind them. Now they try to strike everybody out. So uh, for our pitching staff, I really think it really helped a lot. Uh, I know that we led the league in and put out in the outfield because anything hit out that way uh it had a chance of being caught and me and ricky and tony we were we were i mean we were communicated very well we moved the hitters we just didn't stand in one spot and play our pitchers were a big part of how they were going to pitch and we how we were going to play them and there was always moving and talking out there and uh, we had a good time
2: dwayne murphy had a distinct style to his play in center field he played shallow and dared the opposition to hit the ball over his head. And his flair for the dramatic included losing his hat constantly, something that began very early in his professional career.
9: And then we're in ninth inning, there was a base hit to center field, and I had to throw the guy out. And I threw it, and my hat came off, and the ball went in the hat, and stayed in the hat, and the hat went about 20 feet forward. And from that day forward, I went there and got a small hat and made sure my hat fell off. So That was the most embarrassing moment for me.
2: Uh, that's that's so incredible. I, I, wanted,
9: I, I wanted the hat to fall off when I took off running. It, it Why didn't is matter. that? I didn't, just so it got out of my way. Like I said, I it, it didn't want it to happen again. And somehow the hat and hat and me just couldn't deal with I couldn't deal with the hat thing, so I made sure it fell off. And if I had to turn back around, I didn't care how far I had to go back to go get it.
2: Murphy had a career on-base percentage of three fifty-six and trained his eye to see a lot of pitches. Of course, he mostly hit second right behind Ricky Henderson as the Man of Steel became the greatest leadoff man of all time. And for Dwayne, that was a tremendous honor.
9: I enjoyed playing with Ricky. Uh, I wanted Ricky to steal a base. It, it only helped me and put him in scoring position to try to knock them in. So uh, I wasn't the one that was upset because I had, I was taking pitches. I, many times Ricky would tell me to swing, but I was giving Ricky his opportunity to still basically a lot of times he ain't walking, end up being a triple. He'd go to second, go to third and get him in. So uh, I, I just seen it as an advantage and a plus and uh, I I love playing with that guy. The guy was exciting offensively, defensively, and every part of the game.
2: Did you guys have a sign or just a look at each other to know that, hey, this is what I'm this is what I'm sensing, and I might be running on this pitch, and you can help me out?
9: Yes, we had signs. Uh, R- Ricky was great on the bases. He'd he'd, he'd come off uh, first base and come in the dugout. And tell you hey look for this this guy the way you guys uh you can read the keys off the picture uh i mean ricky just didn't steal ricky had an ideal when he went out to steal he used to read pictures with the best of them and had an idea what they did and that's why he got those great jumps he just didn't do it on all on his speed that dude used to get tremendous jumps so uh, r- r- you learn a lot from ricky ricky was fun to play with and uh I give him a you know he, he very helpful in my career
2: where are they now with gold glove outfielder Dwayne Murphy you can hear more from Murphy including his time as a major league coach and his affinity for music in its entirety on athletics.com slash some
6: things just go together peanut butter and jelly cookies and milk Oakland and Kaiser Permanente If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Innovation, it's at the heart of
2: Cal State East Bay. Like at our Green Biome Institute, And Tony drills one down the right field line. If it's fair, it's got a chance. It's
5: gone! The A's are back in the town, and the 2022 season kicks off Monday, April 18th, against the Baltimore Orioles.
2: Breaking ball, strike three, called on the inside corner. Sano is gone a-looking.
5: Fans attending for opening night also get a free rally towel, presented by Kaiser Permanente. Tickets are available at athletics.com. Get your tickets today, athletics.com. Be there on opening night.
4: We've all had a little trouble social distancing from our refrigerators, and our waistlines have suffered. However, Sketchers would like to help you get back on track with our incredible Go Walk footwear, because once you put on Sketchers Go Walks, they're so comfortable you'll be inspired to get out there and start walking. Sketchers is the comfort technology company, and Go Walks are fully loaded with all the comfort and performance innovations you need. Find the number one walking footwear in the world, Sketchers Go Walk, for men and women at Sketchers.com, a Sketchers store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold.
2: And he swings and flies one to right, deep in the corner. Marisna giving chase at the wall, and out it goes for Jed Lowry.
0: A's Cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron.
3: Welcome back to A's Total Access, the uh, Ace Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Chevron with 10 gives you unbeatable meaning and mileage. Chevron together ahead. I'm Alex Jensen in for Chris Townsend today, and the A's are in Philadelphia to take on the Phillies on this opening day. And let's take a look now at our Kaiser Permanente injury report. And right-hander James Caprillian is getting closer to a, to a return, battling back from a sprained A.C. joint. In his right shoulder, he faced live hitters on Tuesday for the first time since that shoulder flared up. Threw about 30 pitches over two simulated innings. His fastball sat between 93 and 95, facing Ramon Laureano and Steven Vogt. So Caprillian expects to throw at least one more live batting practice before potentially pitching in a rehab game. So hopefully that return is sooner rather than later. That was today's injury report brought to you by Kaiser Permanente, reminding you to stay safe, stay positive and stay healthy. Visit kp.org today. More coming up next on the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
2: Ashby Lumber. DQ
6: presents. Picture this: you stand before the awe-inspiring new signature stack burger menu at DQ, and your mouth wonders, Where have you been all my life? That's five taste bud tempting cheeseburgers with 100% real seasoned beef. You peek at the loaded A1 stack burger with two premium sauces, then the flamethrower stack burger with tongue-tingling jalapeno bacon. Then you realize moments like these are exactly why we have the DQ signature stack burger menu. DQ. Happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com.
3: Welcome back to the A's Total Access Free Game show presented by Chevron and we all miss Ray Fossey. But luckily for us, we'll be hearing from Ray all season long as we'll be replaying interviews from our extensive Fosse archives. Here's Ray in 1998, visiting with longtime Phillies manager and player Larry Boa, who at the time was the Angels third base coach.
10: Another beautiful day for baseball here at the Coliseum. Final game of this two-game series with the Angels. My guest is third base coach Larry Bull of the Angels. A very good shortstop in his own right. A couple of gold gloves with the National League. I want to talk about the shortstops in the American League, Larry, because you have been able to recognize great shortstops being one yourself. Talk about some of the great shortstops in the American League right now, especially the young
12: ones. Well, that, there's a crop of them, right in, in, in uh, the American League. Uh, Garcia Parra, Vizquel, uh Jeter, uh, Rodriguez, Sarcina, who I think is very steady. Uh, your guy here is going to, I think he, he's really shown signs of, of being a pretty good shortstop. And I think the one thing that separates these guys from when I played is they're bigger, they're stronger, and it looks like they're going to be a, an offensive force in the lineup. Uh, they all can hit home runs, majority of them. Uh, and, and it seems to me like offense is number one, and then defense in that position, whereas when I was being raised as a kid and played in the big leagues, it was, you guys just catch the ball and we'll let the guys on the corner and the outfielders and the catchers get the home runs, and it's changed in that, in that aspect. How do you explain the size when you talk
10: about the bigger players, the movement, the way they can move around,
12: but how do you explain all of a sudden now you have bigger guys playing shortstop? I think the old myth about uh, when you're being raised in high school or even junior college, you're not supposed to lift weights, you know, when we, when we played, it's bad for you. And these guys have all the modern equipment now. They lift weights. They get on programs all year round, and I think that definitely enhances the, uh, uh, their ability to get bigger as, as they as they mature as big league baseball players. And I think the bigger they are, the, the farther they're hitting the baseball. And of course, the uh, dilution, the, the, the diluted pitching staffs in baseball because of expansion. Not taking anything away from these guys, they are bigger and stronger, but they're not facing those four or five tough starters every single day. There's one one shortstop who's not third baseman, Cal Ripken Jr., who at six four,
10: that big shortstop that you're talking about. How much do you think that he kind of encouraged clubs to say, let's go
12: at the bigger guy because we have seen Cal Ripken play so well at shortstop? Well, I think it, it, it's enhanced a lot of teams to do that. I think the other thing is when, when I was being raised, and I'm sure when you were being raised, fundamentals were always stressed to us. And now, it's, see how far you can hit this baseball. And, and so now you got guys crushing baseballs, and because they have some athleticism, they say, well, let's put them at shortstop. Before, those guys usually played the corners of the outfield, and now they're playing in the middle of the diamond and... Uh, and offense is the, the, the most important thing right now in baseball.
10: You mentioned Jeter, Garcia Parra, Rodriguez, but there's one guy that I read where you really thought a lot of, Davy Cruz with the Detroit Tigers. A guy who's not
12: going to hit the long ball, but kind of back in that defensive uh, thing. What do you see so special in him? Uh, I, he's got great feet. I mean, when I say great feet, he's very quick. It, but he doesn't, when he hits a ground ball, he's not real fast going from home to first. He's a lot like Brooks Robinson, that first step. He's got probably the softest hands of all the guys I mentioned, and Vizquel to me is an outstanding shortstop, our guy D. Sarcena, but this guy never gets a bad hop and when he does it seems like it always ends up in his glove and I think a a good indication of of how Detroit missed him even though they're down the standings early in the year he was on the DL, they played terrible baseball and since then they've been close to 500 as far as if they can get rid of that start, but he impresses me a lot.
10: Larry Boyd, third base coach of the Angels, joins me on A's warm-up, fine shortstop, but I, I want to talk about your career because you had the intensity, I think, that Larry, uh, Terry Collins, your manager kind of has as a manager. He wanted that in a coach. He, you bring that to this club. How do you take what you did as a player
12: and help these players in this era of baseball? Well, believe it or not, that might be the toughest thing for me because I expect everyone to have the same kind of, of uh, uh, get up and go as I did. And uh, I I play with guys like Pete Rose uh, who and Phil Garner played against guys like that who never quit till the last out. And I don't know if it's the era that they're playing in now, but it seems like there's a lot of friendships that go on before the game. And hey, I'm I'm for guys liking the other team, but when you put on that other uniform, you try to do the best you can to to beat these guys. And sometimes I come into these guys and say, hey, come on, we gotta beat these guys. And they look at me like, yeah, we're gonna go out and play, but it's just a different breed, right? And and I think uh, I gotta take my hat off to the managers that make these teams successful because you do have to turn your head and, and cover your ear and shut one eye. Um, because if you if you let little things bother you you could probably be in arguments every day but uh... that's probably the one part of the game that i probably gotta work on a little bit i'm still very intense and i expect everyone else to have that kind of intensity and it just doesn't happen anymore you had the opportunity to manage what are your thoughts in the future
10: as far as trying to manage again and because of what you just said is it something that you really want to pursue
12: I'd want to pursue it, but it would have to be a very special situation where you get a group of guys. And I know you can't sit down and say, well, let me look at your roster. You sort of got to have a feel for it. Uh, the one thing I did learn is you got to have a lot more one-on-one. When I played, we, had, we played for guys like Dallas Green. If one guy screwed up, he'd have a clubhouse meeting, and he would chastise that guy. I don't think you can do that now. I think the 90s player is a guy that's uh, they're very temperamental. They're, they're very low-key. And, and I'm not going to say moody, but they don't like being embarrassed in front of their peers. And I think you have to have a whole lot of one-on-ones. If somebody's messing up, you can't have a clubhouse meeting because two or three guys aren't doing what you think. You bring them in and talk to them one-on-one. Whereas, like I said, when I played, if one guy screwed up, all 25 guys took the wrath of the manager. So it's changed in that aspect a lot. The World Championship ring. Do you feel that today, because of the money, that the players
10: still have that ultimate goal of trying to get that World Championship ring, something that that we both have, uh,
12: that we can wear? I think... I'm not going to say all of them do, but there are some that do. And I I made this statement to a writer the other day. I tip my hat to George Steinbrenner and and Torrey because that group of guys, they go out and grind it out every day. And they could very easily say, you know what? We're 45 games over 500. Let's, Let's coast a little bit. That really impresses me. And when you get that kind of group, it's something special. I still think there's enough of them playing that the ring is the most important thing. but A lot of these guys make a lot of money, and you go into uh, October and it's taken away from their offseason. So, uh, but I'd say the guys that are real successful, they still want that ring. All right, thanks for the visit. Congratulations on an excellent career. Thank you very much, Eric.
3: Man, it is great to hear that voice again. One, as I said, we're all going to miss. But uh, let's move on now and take a look at our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by mechanics bank and two games underway right now it's the Yankees and the Red Sox playing in the Bronx tied at three in the bottom of the fifth and the top of the fifth in Detroit the White Sox lead the Tigers three to nothing coming up next Ken Korak with the new skipper Mark Kotze when A's total access pregame show presented by Chevron continues
6: some things just go together peanut butter and jelly cookies and milk Oakland and Kaiser Permanente if that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit KP.org today.
2: Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen? and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. Concentrated, all-purpose Simple Green is the answer for versatile cleaning throughout your home and garage. I'm so certain you'll love Simple Green. If you're not 100% satisfied, I'll give you your money back. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Oh, oh, oh,
6: O'Reilly! Cleaning your fuel system can make your car run better and improve gas mileage. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up a bottle of Chevron Techron fuel system cleaner and add it to your tank during your next fill-up. On sale now, buy one, get one free
3: at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by and talk to our professional parts people today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly!
9: Auto Parts!
1: Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your Internet do that?
0: Check out our amazing deals on Xfinity Internet and choose from one of our fast speed options to fit your needs. Plus, you could save up to $400 a year on wireless when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required
4: video, phone, together.
2: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
1: On a beautiful day in Philadelphia, opening day of the A's and the Bills on this Friday, Mark Concey, of course, with us. And opening day, you've been around this game for a long time, 17 years as a player, uh, coaching for several years. What about opening day? It doesn't get old, does
13: it? No, it doesn't. And I'm sure uh, those listening are excited about it uh opening day just as much as the players are. Uh you know, it's the start of a long grind, a long journey, but uh you know, opening day is always special. There's definitely some nerves that go along with it, some butterflies in the stomach and uh you know it's it's amazing to think back to my opening day as a player, uh it, it happened here in Philadelphia and now as a first time manager it's happening again.
1: As you drove in today and walked in the clubhouse and walked in the manager's office which is your home now as you begin your first year as a big league skipper. What kind of emotions ran through you?
13: Well, yesterday, really uh, walking in there and realizing that uh, I'm here to lead this group. uh, And I love this group. I'm proud of these guys. They've earned their opportunity to be here. Um, you know but I'm going to try to spend as little time in that manager's office and as much time making relationships and and and, and coaching and, and, and you know, it's part of the process right so uh, you don't ever want to lose that connection to the players and uh, and you don't want to just sit behind the desk for sure
1: yeah how important was that too, for, for you mark during the spring communication because it was a spring of, of transition really for the club
13: yeah no question uh, you know, I value relationships, and, and the, the word communication and collaboration are two words you hear a lot from me. Um, you know, it's important to communicate in anything we do, and especially here with all the new faces. And getting to know these guys, uh, it was a short time frame, only three weeks, but I feel like this group's come together. And they've kind of established their identity uh, through all this change, and, uh, and I'm proud of them for that.
1: What was the toughest decision you had to make making out the lineup today? <laughs>
13: Well, uh, they're all tough, so there's not just one, um, you know, ultimately, end of the day, uh, you try to set your lineup to give yourself the best chance to win, uh, whether they start in the lineup or, or whether they're utilized off the bench, um, you know, we're, we're full all hands on deck today.
1: How many guys have spots in the lineup that you feel you can play them every day, and then how many spots will be kind of revolving as things evolve this year?
13: I think the, the right way to approach this is that you know we're here to win each day, and uh, the matchups are important to us. Uh, you know, it's how we do things here. Uh, the culture of this team is is that you know we're all in this together, and uh, you know you're going to be happy for your teammate if you're not in there that day. Be truly happy for your teammate, uh, and, and I think that's the way we, we're going to identify ourselves.
1: As you get late into ball games, let's say with the lead. I know Lou Trevino would like, will likely close games for you, but what about the rest of the bullpen, 6th, 7th, 8th innings, Mark, especially because you've got a lot of inexperience down there?
13: We do have a lot of inexperience, you know. Um, obviously, you're looking for opportunity to, to land them softly in the game uh, for their first time, but that may not happen. So, um, you know, we understand their strengths, and, uh, and we also are very aware of the weaknesses. So... Um, you know, ideally, uh, you know, when you look at a bullpen, you 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 want to lay out roles, but there aren't any roles. Like you said, Luke Trevino will close for us, but beyond that, everyone's going to get an opportunity to earn a role this year.
1: Are you excited to see how your young guys perform with a packed house here today, opening day against the Phillies ball club? On paper, anyway, they've got a lot of lumber.
13: Yeah, I'm excited for it. We're all excited for uh, for day one. You know, and again, it's day one uh, of 162, so. There'll be a lot of energy in this building today. Uh, I told the guys yesterday, just try to slow it down, but, but use the energy uh, and go out and have fun.
1: All right, Mark Cottsday with us on opening day. Our pregame coverage will continue right after this.
13: All right,
3: and up next, it's opening day from the city of brotherly love as the A's take on the Phillies, a pair of right-handers, Frankie Montas and Aaron Nola on A's cast and the A's radio network. Oh, oh,
2: oh, O'Reilly.
6: Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm such a screw-up.
11: What? House? Why would you talk like that?
6: How are you even with a house without a walk-in closet?
4: Stop. You have more than enough storage.
6: Oh, yeah, and the unfinished basement. Gross.
11: We'll finish it eventually. Together.
6: No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.